ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Grab a red shirt. Flash your W's. It's Game Day Wisconsin. David Gilrath from the three. 
are you doing? And he's yelling this for everybody to see it. Okay. In the picture parking lot, as I'm just sitting there innocently pumping my gas. So this dweeb on the pump next to me pulls out his video camera, of course, because that's what we do in 2022. As I'm thinking to myself, actually, I'll ask you what you think I'm doing. Okay. But anyway, so these two are just yelling at each other in the quick trip parking lot, nose to nose. I'm ready for fists to be swung. Oh, my right? gosh. Um, and luckily, the savior of the day, this this dude, and, and I say massive in an endearing way, right? Like, I said the first dude is a guy I wouldn't want to yeah. mess with. This guy, you got to be six foot six, 300 pounds, just ripped, walks out of the store. And I'm like, thank God. Right, so he walks in between them and call, you know, kind of starts to de-escalate the situation. So the older fella that started hammering this other guy's jeep walks up to him and tries to shake his hand. Other guy gets back in his jeep, and then the other guy, as soon as that guy gets back in his jeep, starts mouthing off again. So the what? guy gets back out of his jeep <laughs> and goes right up to him. And I swear he was going to throw a fist this time. <laughs> Luckily he didn't. The bigger fella stayed right there, broke it up a little bit. And walked each, it seriously escorted each of these gentlemen to their separate Jeeps. And then uh, we all left. So I'd want to ask you, before you, I get your reaction to the story, what do you think I was thinking in this moment? I think you were probably hoping that some fists were going to be thrown. Wouldn't you? Like, uh, I mean, I think I would. So I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> yes and no. Because if there was fist thrown, I was going to go. I was going to. No, you were Yes, I was. Yes, not. I was. It was right in front of me, Molly. I had to. I like, didn't have an option. If you're saying these guys are 300-something pounds. No, no, no. no. The, the guy breaking it up was. The, okay. the other guys, like the older man, probably my size. Not a big fella at all. Right? Like, but smaller than me. Like 5'8", probably <laughs> weighed about what I weigh. Um, the other guy, probably about 6'1", a little bit shorter than me. But. 240 like he he was going to knock this dude out with one punch okay so if there was punches thrown i was going to go over there and try to help de-escalate but i'm glad it didn't <laughs> get to that point but I'm, I'm not one of those dweebs like i'm 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 part of the generation that's the problem right but this dweeb next to me probably has kids at home probably in his 40s immediately pulls out his video right. camera that would like, not be my first reaction well, like ever. who does that i know see a lot of people do that right, because they want to sell at the world star and exactly. tmz or what look tmz ain't picking up a fight at a quick trip in sun prairie Wisconsin. you never know if that would have escalated to some bunches being thrown like it was it was wild i've never seen anything like that so um, so what was your reaction that was it just that, that was it i just stood there and watched it so i just I like had my arms crossed while my my gas pumped and i was just watching this happen i wonder if you missed the first part of this like when the no because they were, both were initially parking yeah like, maybe but, like, the one dude was, like, out there for a while, and then he got in his car and was leaving. Yeah. And the other guy came out of the store and started – so I don't know what was going on. He didn't, like, clip his car. It, nothing – Maybe he was just going to tell him he liked his car. I think that's what he was trying to do. Just but in I, a really weird way. Right. And that pissed the guy <laughs> off. So, anyway, that's, that's that story. So that's how my day got started. But happy to be safely at Daly's uh, here yes. in Sun Prairie, just up the road from, from where said incident You don't have happened. any bruises on you, No, so I'm, I'm completely clean. I'm good. <laughs> I'm healthy. Uh, the Saturn made it, which is great, but <laughs> nonetheless, happy to be here. Then, uh, you know, I, I mentioned that this happened at a quick trip in Sun Prairie, and our producer back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison <laughs> Studios, Hunter Vaughn, had a story to share with us that I, I don't know if he's going to share on the air. I'd like him to, but uh, Hunter, what happened to you at said, uh, said convenience store last night? Yeah, I, I have no problem sharing it. So we finished up with the Sun Prairie West Oregon Prep Mania game yeah. last night. Yep, I was there, yep. I needed to use the potty, so I knew that quick trip was there. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to go. I don't even think about it, and I just walk straight in, go straight back to the restrooms. I've been there so many times, I'm like, I know where I need to go. And I go into the bathroom. And it was not a good time for me. God, I'm sorry <laughs> like, to hear that. That, that poor toilet. 
Oh, no. And I don't even think anything of it until I walk out of the stall and I look. I'm like, wait, there's no urinals in here. Oh, no. So I quickly wash my hands. And as I walk out of the bathroom, this probably 60, 70-year-old woman is like walking around the corner of the aisle. She 100% saw me walk out of the women's bathroom at like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, I'm she one of those weird people. Why is there a bald man with a beard walking out of the women's bathroom? She probably thought. thinks you're a total creep, honestly. Yep, probably. Wow. All right, so there's something in the air at that convenience store. So anyway, that's how we start ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Alex Drove, Molly Brand with you. Hunter Vaughn running the show for us as we are across ESPN Wisconsin. 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN in Madison. Uh, we've got the text line wide open. 844-770-3776 is the old National Bank text line. We're going to be talking uh, a couple topics today. Obviously, big questions at mind, right? What do you make of that Northwestern game uh, under the direction of interim coach Jim Leonard? A big win last week in his first game at the helm. And also Graham Mertz, right? Five touchdown performance becomes the only Badger quarterback in history to do that in two separate games, throw five, for five touchdown passes. How can we get to a point where he's stacking really solid performances? I would argue Graham Mertz has been good this year, right? He's been very good. Uh, maybe not very good. But he's Better been, than last year, right? He, he's been consistent, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something we've looked for out of Graham Mertz. He hasn't been the problem with this Badgers team this year. So what's it going to take for him to stack great games? I think he has a, a wonderful opportunity to do that in front of him here today uh, as the Badgers travel to East Lansing, Michigan to take on the 2-4 and four Michigan State Spartans. Interesting, interesting things to get in, into throughout the remainder of the show today as we are with you until 3 o'clock here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, which is presented by Coors Light. When you need to refresh on game day, choose the beer that is as cold as the Rocky Mountains, cold-filtered, cold-lagered, and cold-packaged for peak refreshment. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. So, Molly Brown. Big one today. I'm all excited. Like, it has a big game feel, does it not? It does. And I don't know if that's just, like, I don't know if this is the right term, but recency bias. Like, yes. in terms of Michigan State, in my mind, they've always been a powerhouse. Yeah, and they're like, not this year, obviously. They're not but. this year, but I can't get out of that mindset that they're still Michigan State. I agree. They're a big conference opponent that Wisconsin's going up against. And, what, the biggest one besides Ohio State, but even going into that Ohio State, how much stock did we put into that? Like, it was just you knew you were going to lose going into Ohio State. So, like, this feels like a game that's really important, even though both teams are struggling big time this season. Yeah, it's it's odd, right? Like, I just feel like there's a rejuvenation around Wisconsin football mm-hmm. all of a sudden. After that win last week, after Jim Leonard takes over, like, there just feels to be more juice than there was, say, two weeks ago Absolutely. or three weeks ago against Ohio State. Like, there was juice going into that Ohio State game because we thought, yeah, maybe they could get the upset, and then they get pounded. And then they return home. It's the Brett Bielema Bowl against Illinois. You're thinking, all right, they'll turn the season around here. Still in contention for the Big West. But even that one, I don't think that anybody thought that a winning against Illinois was going to turn the season around. Like, because I think everybody thought that Illinois was a shoe-in. So you feel like there's more juice going into this Michigan State game than there was going into that Illinois game? I do. And I think a big part of it is because it's in Michigan State, like it's at Michigan State, it's in East Lansing, it's their homecoming. Yeah. This, like, if the Badgers can go in there, especially like you said, riding the momentum of, mm, don't know if we put too much stock into it, but riding the momentum of Northwestern and that first win under head coach Jim Leonard, this is a big deal of a game, even though Michigan State is two and four. Like, 
Michigan State obviously isn't the powerhouse like we've seen in the past, but they still have a good coach. They still have a decent quarterback, a quarterback that's very similar to Graham Mertz, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, they still have a lot to prove in this game, for sure. Yeah, they do. Uh, and there's still a ton of question marks, right? Like, a win over Northwestern does not cure all ails. It does not no. solve the problems of this program. But it's certainly a, a good first step. And we were talking off the air a little bit, Molly. We're going to be using a lot of what we're going to call buzzwords today, mm-hmm. right? Like, rejuvenation, I would argue, is one. I think uh, we can talk about confidence, right? Like, confidence that was built last week in that win. Momentum. Oh, momentum. Motivation. Total, totally. Totally buzzwords <laughs> uh, for this team. But they're all accurate, right? Like, yeah. You can build a lot. These are young, impressionable kids, and obviously there's a ton of emotion in this program over the course of what's happened in the last two weeks. But last week's a good start. It's just a good start for Jim Leonard. It's a fresh start. Uh, Nick Herbig called it a new era, and Keanu Benton doubled down on that sentiment earlier this week on the aforementioned Rutledge and Hamilton, which uh, the the star nose tackle Keanu Benton joins every Wednesday at 2.30. Uh, and it will be interesting to see if he plays, right? You know, obviously he, mm-hmm. he had the injury last week. He, he said, you know, he should have no problem going on Saturday. But I, I know it was an interesting week for Keanu Benton, so it will be interesting to see if he's in there to plug things up in the middle for the Badgers. Uh, we'll get the injury report here in about uh, 28 minutes. It will drop in our in- inboxes on our email. I'll be so we will for it. we will keep you posted on the official injury report once that does come out here in about 20 minutes. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a ton of question marks, but but when it comes to those buzzwords, consistency, confidence, momentum, right, all those words, they're all very true. And if you get a win here, those all amplify. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the big things that I'm looking forward today. It's not even necessarily how the Badgers get into the end zone, how they perform defensively. Those things matter, obviously, but I think they matter less than they typically do. You're just looking for some energy out of this team, another buzzword, right? Energy. You, you, energy. It's a buzzword. <laughs> I, I, those are the things you're just looking for because this is a team that was so flat those first mm-hmm. five weeks of the season, which is why athletic director Chris McIntosh indicated there was a change needed, and that's why he made one by firing head coach Paul Chris just a short 13 days ago. But a lot of questions will be answered today. As the Badgers head to East Lansing, take on the Michigan State Spartans. Seven-and-a-half-point favorites, Molly. Your thoughts on that? Seven-and-a-half now? Oh, my gosh. See, I was surprised even when I opened it two days ago and they were seven-point favorites. Like like I said, going into a place that, in my mind, I think East Lansing is such great energy. Like, last time I watched the game, it was a massive whiteout. It looked like a fun time. It's They're not a bad program. So it's like, I'm so surprised that Wisconsin's seven-point favorites – Three-point favorites I could see, but I don't know. Maybe they're getting that seven-and-a-half-point seven line based on Michigan State not being able to score the last how many weeks and coming off of really bad games. Like, we've talked about Minnesota, right? I think so many Wisconsin fans, and us included, have said how we're not really scared for that Minnesota game at the end of the year on November 26th. None of us are very scared for it because – we don't think Minnesota's that great of a team. Mm. Minnesota beat Michigan State 34-7 to just a couple weeks ago. Yikes. Yeah, yikes is right. I hope you're paying attention, by the way. Illinois and Minnesota on right now. I don't know which TV. There's like a million TVs in this there daily. Is. So, too many uh, to I'm, look at. I'm, I'm sure it's on one of them. I don't know that that exists. I don't think there's such thing as too many to look at. 
Uh, okay, I could be wrong. But there is a lot of TVs right now, and, and I don't know which one to look at. There's some baseball <laughs> on one. It's great. We're having the time of our life. If you're in the Madison area, why don't you get on down to Daly's in Sun Prairie? Come hang out with us as we get you ready for Wisconsin at Michigan State. Illinois up right now on Minnesota, 20-14. to 14. Interesting one. That's uh, an interesting game. So I, oh. who are we cheering for here? P.J. Fleck in Minnesota technically, right? Because that would put Wisconsin still in the race in the Big Ten West. I suppose, but do you really want to see no. Minnesota win? I'd rather see Brett Bielema. I, I, I think I agree. I hate P.J. Fleck. I hate Minnesota. I think it's fun to see a program like Illinois be turned around, too, and it's kind of cool. I know... As yeah, Wisconsin people, yeah. we don't really, we're not really big fans of Bielema or anything like that. But it's kind of cool to see him go into that school and turn it around. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know about cool, but uh, good for Brett. Good for <laughs> Brett to have success. Big opportunity for Brett Bielema and the Illinois Fighting Illini. And let me tell you where else there's big trailers and big opportunities, and that is at Stoughton Trailers. And big just got even bigger. With starting pay at Stoughton Trailers, now $18 per hour and up. Hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities. For open positions, which include assemblers, welders, and more, go to stojobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. We continue to preview Wisconsin and Michigan State. After this, you're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Believable. Yes, yes, inconceivable. See myself as fairly reasonable. But at times I can be stubborn, so if I have to, I will rock the boat. Third down, Sorchi. Going over the top and going deep. Lee Evans, touchdown! Once again, the adjustment to the football. 42-yard touchdown play. Replay value phenomenal. Beat selection remarkable. Wayne Larravee on the call there on Lee Evans way back in the day. He had three touchdowns way back when uh, against Michigan State. Good to hear the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larravee, on that call. How fun is that? It's ESPN Wisconsin College game day live at Daly's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie. Alex Strofe, Molly Brown hanging out with you as we get you ready for Wisconsin and Michigan State. We're partying it all day long uh, because why not? It's a fun one. 3 o'clock kickoff. And a reminder, we're with you immediately following the game as well. The triumphant return of the longest tenured member of the show, ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Oh, Adam yeah. Mertz will join us in the postgame show. Really looking forward to having Mertzy back. Yeah, that's all deserving of the air horns. I'll tell you what else is deserving of the air horns, and that's the team at Canopy Wealth Management. <laughs> Jump around is a tradition for your Wisconsin Badgers. At Canopy, they also carry a long-standing tradition of working in the best interest of their clients every single day. They are rooted in the community, which is why they partnered with Gildas Club, the Madison Capitals, kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. They're a fiduciary, which means they strive to work in the best interest of their clients, providing you with the tools and resources you need to achieve your goals. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today. And today we've got uh, we've got a lot of action in the Big Ten. Michigan up on Penn State right now, twenty four to seventeen. That's a top ten matchup. Illinois uh, leading Minnesota right now. Big one in the Big Ten West. A lot of good action in the Big Ten today, which is always exciting to see. A lot of good college football action to begin with uh, today. And we'll hear from some of the uh, the scores across the country here in a few minutes uh, from our buddy Hunter Vaughn, who will give you a college scoreboard update brought to you by Metro Ford of Madison coming up uh, right after this next commercial break. But before we get there, uh, we got to talk about how much stock we're putting into last week, Molly, because I don't know, right? We were using the buzzwords in segment one, 
But how much stock can you actually put into that win? Obviously, it was good to see the team bounce back after the firing of their head coach that week. But can you really put a lot into a game against the worst team in the Big Ten? Well, I mean, I think there's a good amount of stock to put in that they put up 42 points. That's by far the most points that they've put up all season. That feels pretty dang good. I mean, I think I saw that Penn State only beat Northwestern 17-7, to and Penn State's ranked... 10th in the country right now yeah so i would say it's hard to say that don't put any stock into this game like i think there's a decent amount that you should put into this game and should put into the efforts that jim leonard is trying to put in to change this program turn it around get them back to where they've been in the past right like they still put up 42 points and i do hold a lot on that i think there's a lot to be said about Graham's confidence in that game getting chimray dk involved yeah getting terrific Yes, getting his receivers involved. Braylon Allen threw a touchdown in that game. Yeah, that was sure pretty did. exciting. Yeah, so six. I think there's a lot. And, I mean, the defense, too. They haven't been doing as good as they have in years past, and they only let them score seven. I know Northwestern isn't a dominant opponent, yeah. but had they have gone in and won 17-7, to 14-7, 21-7, you wouldn't be feeling as great about it as you do when they beat them 42-7. to I think that's well said. Uh, 42 points is important to look at because they opened up the offense last week, unlike they have most of this year. Mm-hmm. Bobby Ingram, the offensive coordinator, down on the sideline for the first time all year, obviously, uh, with Paul Chris gone. Bobby Ingram kicked out of the box. He's got to go sit on the sideline. But it was cool to see him and Graham Mertz interacting. Absolutely. If not after every play, every drive, right? They're right in each other's faces in a good way, unlike the people at the Quick Trip earlier today that I saw. But uh, they were right in each other's faces after, you know, every drive, just discussing and communicating. And it was just, it was refreshing. Which, now that you're mentioning that, isn't that kind of sad that that hasn't been happening in the past like you took this guy Graham Mertz who was a four-star recruit right coming into Wisconsin he was expected to be easily the best quarterback that they've ever had at the school and yet he hasn't done anything in the last few years that he's been here that just now it took a coach getting fired to have somebody come down to the field and actually be there with him helping him through the game discussing game plan teaching him how to be better like, that's kind of sad that you're saying that. Well, it was it was just refreshing to see, right? Like, Paul Chris did it, and Paul Chris, we call him the quarterback guru, which I, I don't know if he still deserves that title anymore, but, uh, you know, like, that was his guy, right? They were very tight, Paul Chris and Graham Mertz were, but... It was it was just different with Bobby, right? It was it was scheme. It was talking about what he's doing well, and he goes out and has the best performance he's mm-hmm. had since his debut against Illinois a few years back. So, uh, yeah, refreshing is is the word choice. Buzzword. Oh yes, buzzword indeed. <laughs> uh, what else is refreshing is what I'm drinking right now, and that's Mountain Dew, baby. Uh, Wisconsin College Game Day fueled by Mountain Dew, and what you got to try is Mountain Dew Zero Sugar, which is available wherever you pick up Mountain Dew. It's all the Dew with zero the sugar. Mountain Dew uh, available in in every flavor you can name right code red live wire voltage all the in-betweens diet dew and mountain dew zero sugar now part of the mountain dew family mountain dew is a proud partner of the wisconsin badgers do the dew with mountain dew zero sugar uh graham mertz last week molly 20 of 29 299 yards five touchdowns It's one of his best, if not his best, performance uh, at, during his time as the mm-hmm. starting quarterback of the Wisconsin Badgers. Now, that's a great game. That's an outlier. But talking about stacking good games, what does Graham Mertz need to do today that will finally make you go, oh, man, he's really stacked two really good performances right in a row now? Ugh, it's so hard to say. I think he just has to come out confident. And not confident where he's making dumb decisions. I think he needs to 
spread the ball around. Get it to Chimri DK again. I think that was a great combo last week. See me and Hunter's guy, Skylar Bell, get involved again. Yes, for the first I know. That is week. your guy. Every time that I see him pop up, I think of you guys because Thanks. you guys are obsessed with him. I love him. So, Skylar Bell's the man. Again, another guy that I think if he can get him, get him a touchdown, how cool would that be, right? Uh, I think not necessarily relying solely on Braylon Allen and the running game, which I think it, Wisconsin did a good job of last week. Like, it wasn't just like run, run, pass, run, run, pass. It felt like an actual football game that we were watching, that we were excited about, a new scheme, all of the things. So I think if Graham Mertz comes out confident and makes good decisions, I think that could contribute to his consistency. And I'm excited for that. Decision-making is another buzz term. I guess it's not a word, it's two words, but buzz term. Uh, Yeah, when it comes to the quarterback, (laughs) right? Like, Graham Mertz is is a fascinating case. And, you know, we, we spend so much time on it for the last three years. He's just fascinating. He has all the confidence in the world. He, he, tr- he carries himself like a Division One quarterback, a Power 5 quarterback, and like one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He led the charge in Wisconsin when it came to name image likeness last summer, and he mm-hmm. wore that as a badge of honor. And, he, and, you know, while last year was nothing to ride home about, about with Graham Mertz, he still was decent, and it was a decent season. And this, the start of this season was bad. Mm-hmm. For Wisconsin standards, right? Uh, what, what, what were they? Two and three to start the year, and a head coach got fired. Just not good for Wisconsin standards. However, Graham Mertz was, I would say, good in those first five games. Right? He was better than he had been in past years. And and I guess when the when the bar is the floor, it's easy to clear. But he he's just been more consistent, and that's the word you used earlier to describe him. But to see him come out last week, be resilient. That whole team was, but the way he was resilient mm-hmm. was matching that old-time performance he had two and a half years ago or a year and a half ago, whatever it has been, against Illinois where he throws five touchdowns and now he becomes the only Badger quarterback to do that in two games. So I'm impressed with Graham Mertz. I have a feeling going into this game that the first two drives are going to be really important and are going to show us what Graham Mertz is going to do for the entire game. I know that sounds kind of weird, but like I almost think of the Ohio State game. It almost felt like as soon as the first two drives happened, you just knew the game was over. Like, internally, you just knew yeah. this is not good. Like, moving on to the next week, it's over. I know it's a horrible mindset to have, but that's just how I felt. But I feel like I'm going to have that same feeling in this game, hopefully in a positive way. But if Graham Mertz and that offense comes out attacking, comes out strong, comes out like they want to win, I yeah. think that's going to determine the game right there. I think you're absolutely right. We asked the poll question on last week's post-game show. Uh, just simply, Molly, is Graham Mertz good? Yes or no? I saw that. Your answer is isn't that, isn't that a Twitter handle? Isn't that it your is. guys' favorite Twitter? Uh, to, like, it's look Hunter's. At? <laughs> I, I still think Hunter runs the account. Hunter Vaughn is running the show for us back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Hunter, I'll give you another opportunity here. Do you run that account? At Mertz is good. I don't. I wish I did, <laughs> but I don't. I think you do, but that's beside the point. Okay, so I have to vote yes or no. Is Graham Mertz good? Yes, and I'll give you the results after you vote. At this point, I say no, but I say no because I don't think that he's done anything against any reasonable opponents. Like we're talking, this was after the Northwestern game. Yep. And like I said, you can't put too much into it. You can feel good about it. Don't put too much into it. And I still don't know if we're going to have the answer after this game. It's going to depend on what happens, how many points they put up, how he does, interceptions, all of the things. But at this point, I'm going to say no, just because he hasn't proven himself to me yet. Interesting. Um, the poll. Yes. Also interesting. 55% said yes, 45% said no, about 350 votes on that poll. So Badger Nation split. 
Really close. Yeah. Holy cow. Now, it has, uh, Hunter, how did you describe it if this was like a, a political poll, which are coming up? Be sure to vote. It's good to vote. Um, th- there's enough margin of error where, where the answer is yes, correct? Yeah, there's enough within the statistical margin of error that we would be able to definitively say with 343 votes that, yes, Graham Mertz is good. So, Hunter, my question to you is Graham Mertz good? Absolutely. Yeah. He runs that Twitter account. He does. I, he's he, totally see what I'm saying? Does. See what I'm saying? Uh, we'll continue. my guy. We'll continue we to know. poke fun at Hunter. <laughs> we'll continue to figure out who runs that damn Twitter account, and we'll continue to get you ready for Wisconsin-Michigan State kickoff about 90 minutes from right now. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. To Piscataway. This is your college football scoreboard update, driven by Metro Ford of Madison. What is up, Wisconsin? I'm Hunter Vaughn. We'll get started over in Ann Arbor, where the Wolverines are up 31 to 17 on number 10 Penn State. Also going on right now in the fourth quarter, Illinois is up 23 to 14 on Minnesota, but the Gophers do have the ball again, trailing 23 to 14. Coming up in the Big Ten at 2.30, Maryland travels to Bloomington Bloomington to take on Indiana, and then Nebraska's on the road to take on Purdue. In the top 25, Auburn right now trailing at Ole Miss. Jackson Dart got things going early with a 35-yard touchdown pass to Dayton Wade. Play action. Dart. He wants the deep shot. Ole Miss got out to a 21 to nothing lead before Auburn marched back. It's right now 31 to 24 in the third quarter over on ESPN. Also in the top 25, Kansas trailing Oklahoma 42 to 21. Boomer sooner in that one. We're going to head back out to Sun Prairie and Daly's for Strofe and Molly. Metro Ford of Madison, Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Learn more at MetroFordOfMadison.com. Saturday, baby. Love to hear Lizzo, the Michigan native. Stop dancing. You're embarrassing me. I'm sorry, Molly. I can't (laughs) stop. I love Lizzo so much. (laughs) It's ESPN Wisconsin College game day as we get you ready for Michigan State and Wisconsin. I haven't seen the injury report come in quite yet. Still waiting on that. So we'll keep you posted once we do receive that. As a couple injuries last week against Northwestern, hopefully nothing too serious. Uh, But something I do want to talk about, Molly, is the transfer portal has officially opened up for the Wisconsin Badgers in the last week. We've learned Deacon Hill, the quarterback Mm -hmm. uh, from California, has announced he will transfer for his final year of eligibility. And former five-star recruit Logan Brown, the offensive lineman, announced he would transfer and through the transfer portal. And then a day later, Jim Leonard informed us that he had actually dismissed Logan Brown from the program, and that is why Brown has entered the transfer portal. It was a dismissal, not voluntary, uh, you know, not a voluntary goodbye by the former five-star recruit Logan Brown. Jim Leonard 
cleaning house, it seems. Uh, Deacon Hill was voluntary. He did mention that as well. But uh, Logan Brand dismissed. So Jim Leonard setting the standard, right? There's still a, sta- a standard. And the way he's, he's put it several times now, Jim Leonard, the interim head coach, he's going to do it his way. You know, if, if there's guys that don't want to be there, he's going to show them the door. If there's guys that want to leave, go ahead. If, uh, you know, he's switched around some of the practice routines right now. Monday they lift earlier and, and practice later. Uh, Keanu Benton told us on Rutledge and Hamilton earlier this week, yeah, he gets to sleep in about an extra 45 minutes. And he says, that's not much. I said, Keanu, 45 minutes is a lot. Right, I'm a guy that survives on cat naps. Right, like I love a good 20 minute nap. I took one yesterday at work at the office. Did you really? Just a quick 20 minute nap before uh, before I'd had the high school game last night. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I feel like I would wake up just feeling worse. Yeah. So you know, like my I, I call it my office, which it's not, but like my little room where I do a lot of our production r- yeah. work. I set my jacket down on the floor, turned off the lights, used my jacket as a pillow, took a 20 minute nap. Have you ever heard of a caffeine nap? No, I'm not familiar. This might be right up your alley. So what you got to do, you got to drink your Mountain Dew. Okay. Which I'm doing okay. right now. I'll do you that You drink right that. Yeah. You are. And then, like, once you're done with that, then you fall asleep. And then when you take that 20-minuter, then you wake up, your caffeine is hit, and you're good to go. I've never heard of that. I'll have to test that theory. I don't know if that's the exact name of it, but yes, that's a thing. Interesting. I learned so much working with Molly Brown. She's Molly you're Brown. Welcome. I'm Alex Strope. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Um, I wanted to talk standard, uh, as, as I referenced Logan Brown, and then we go off on her nap tangent. But, um, you know, it, it was interesting to hear Jim Leonard call it a dismissal uh, after the night before we saw the tweet from Brown announcing he was out. Uh, obviously just didn't live up to expectations, one of the, the highly recruited offensive linemen, which Wisconsin gets a fair share of, but mm-hmm. five-star not all the time. Uh, your reaction is to some of the transfers, surprised or not surprised? Um, I mean, I guess I'm surprised, but I'm – I think I'm more surprised by Jim Leonard's reaction to it. And, like, in my mind, do we think that's a good thing that he's specifically calling out somebody like Logan Brown and saying, no, 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 you didn't just enter in the transfer portal. I dismissed you. I think it's a good thing, right? I think it shows accountability. It shows that he gives a damn. It shows that he's stepping up and doing head coach stuff. Right. Right? Like, and I don't find it surprising whatsoever. Logan Brown maybe a little bit. Deacon Hill does not surprise me at all. But I, I think this is what comes with this uncharted territory. You fire a head coach, guys that committed to play for that head coach are inevitably going to leave. I think Jim Leonard, if he does, I think this is still his job, especially after what we saw last week. Mm-hmm. If he continues on this role, um, you know, it's his job to keep. And, and I, I think he will take it, right? And that will help with retention, um, right? Because guys at that, especially have been in the building, Love Jim Leonard. Everybody right. speaks so highly of Jim Leonard, like they did Paul Chris. But Jim Leonard's a guy who's been around, right? So a guy like Graham Mertz, per se, he knows Jim Leonard. He's he's played with Jim Leonard, not directly under him, as, as obviously he was the defensive coordinator. But I feel like that's a guy Graham Mertz is going to want to play for. And I'm just using the biggest example. Braylon Allen, same thing. Mm-hmm. Jim Leonard recruited Braylon yeah. Allen, right? And he was the recruited as a linebacker and then made the flip over to running back under the late Gary Brown last year. So... I just think if Jim Leonard does keep this job, we'll see a lot less of it. If the Badgers do go external with their head coaching hire, I think you see a lot more of it, maybe oh. even with guys like yeah. Braylon Allen and Graham Mertz. So uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think you see at least a decent amount of it regardless of who the head coach is. But I think Jim Leonard helps a ton with retention. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think I would be more concerned if it does start to be those players like you're talking about, the big names, the Braylon Allen, the Graham Mertz, all of those guys that it's you expect them to finish their career in Wisconsin. If they all of a sudden said, I'm entering the transfer portal, then that's where I'm going to look at the program and say, whoa, 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 whoa. 
what's going on here. Yeah. But these ones that came out this past week, meh. Meh. Not putting too much stock in it. Stock, another buzzword. Yeah, that's Not putting true. too much into it. Wow, this is the show of buzzwords. ESPN <laughs> Wisconsin College Buzzwords is officially the name of the program today. I'd like to play with the title of the program every week. I don't know if you've caught on to that Hunter Vaughn back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. We had the ESPN Wisconsin College therapy session uh, after the loss to Illinois. Last week we had, uh, what did I call it? I don't, uh, momentum, I think. ESPN Wisconsin College Momentum. Uh, so, yeah, I'd like to play with the – today is the buzzwords edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Another buzzword, Iron Jock. They believe it's what's inside that matters. 99% of odor-causing bacteria are eliminated with the advanced performance gear and apparel that Iron Jock designed from the inside out using state-of-the-art technology. The Silver Ion technology is guaranteed to provide odor-fighting protection for as long as you own it. Love it or send it back. No questions asked. Use code ESPN20. For 20% off your order on ironjock.com. That's ESPN20 for 20% off at ironjoc.com. Iron Jock, it's what's inside that matters. My favorite segment we do on the pregame show is called Good Call, Bad Call. We play it next. Live from Daly's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie, it's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolling on live from Daly's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie. If you're in the area, don't be a weirdo. Stop out. Come get a Coors Light. Get ready for Wisconsin <laughs> and Michigan State, which is what we're doing. Alex Strofe, Molly Brown with you until 3 o'clock as we lead you up to kickoff. Between the Badgers and the Spartans out in East Lansing, Michigan. Hey, Carbon World Health is your complete solution for fitness, health, and beauty. Carbon World Health is the country's first medically supervised spa and fitness facility. They combine fitness, health, and beauty with cutting-edge science and impeccable service, unlike anything you've ever experienced. Redefine limitation in their state-of-the-art fitness facility. Visit CarbonWorldHealth.com for more information it's my favorite time of the show time to play good call or bad call good call good call or bad call i got a bad feeling about this on espn wisconsin college game day is brought to you by gruber law offices one call that's all one call that's all our producer hunter vaughn has catered some statements for us right hunter hunter's brain works in mysterious ways and he brings us into his brain with some of his statements we tell him simply if it's a good call or if it's a bad call hunter take it away we're going to start off we've talked about it a little bit with the big 10 west is it time that we can start talking about the badgers potentially winning the big 10 west oh i hate this one this is a tough start um I, I, yeah, I'm hesitant, but I will say good call. I, I, really? Yeah, uh, I, I'm hesitant because I, I, I think in three hours or four hours when we do the post game show, I'm going to be saying it's it's now a good call. Um, they got to win out probably, but I think it's a good call. I mean, they're still in contention. The way they looked last week was a team that's fired up and realizes they still have potential for it. It's it's not super likely, but it's also not unlikely. So. I will say good call, but if they lose today, it's a bad call. 
Ooh, see, I'm going in bad call, very similar to the way that I said that no, Graham Mertz wasn't good. Wisconsin has yet to prove themselves to me. A win over Northwestern doesn't do it for me quite yet. And I think, opposite of you, that if they win tonight, today, against Michigan State, that changes from bad call to good call. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that win against Northwestern in that game, the Badgers wearing those awesome Cardinal pants. Yeah. When they've worn those pants this season, they've outscored teams 108 to 14. Wisconsin needs to stick with the red pants for the rest of the year. Good before, call, bad call. Before I answer that question, are you a superstitious guy? I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Not super superstitious. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, well, I have good news for you before I tell you it's a good call. The Badgers are wearing the red pants today. Yes. Uh, which is official. So uh, there you go. I will say it's a good call, right? Like, I'm not superstitious at all, but I just think they look clean. I think they look sweet. Uh, I am superstitious when it comes to things like this. I say good call. And do you think whoever decided to make that good call in the locker room is superstitious by making them wear those red pants? Uh, probably. I would say yes. I, I think I think that's a stat you keep an eye on. I mean, it means nothing, but who cares? Superstitions are fun. I like sports superstitions. Superstitions? Even I can't speak. I like <laughs> sports superstitions, even though I'm not a superstitious guy. This is a great call. I love it. And also, I just love the way that the, the uniform looks. It oh, looks sweet. Gorgeous. It's, it's, yeah, those, those red pants are sweet. Like, Iowa State's got the more maroon, but they got the maroon helmet and the maroon pants with the white jerseys. I just think that's a sweet combo. Now, somebody that played in those red pants, Mark Tauscher, uh, this week on Wildey and Tausch, he, being over in London last weekend, now apparently like. Oh, good. And he's proposed a relegation-style system for college football. Okay. Good call, bad call on relegation in college football. Well, I guess I'd like to hear the numbers, right? Like, how many teams get relegated? Where do they get to? Can, like, UW-Whitewater, let's say they win the national championship in D3, do they all of a sudden become a Division II team? He had it at about four teams, and then each conference – would essentially partner with another conference so the bottom four of say the big 10 could then like get pushed down into being in the mac and then the top four in the mac get bumped up to the big 10 wouldn't this just promote like giant conference like the sec and the big 10 still being dominant though or am i misunderstanding no, I think they, is, they, like, they relegate Ohio, two then, right? Oh, but then man. an Ohio State would See, then go to – because what are you doing? You're ranking I like the SEC? I think we've locked ourselves into our answer. It's a bad call. I, I, I'm <laughs> I already so. confused, so I give up. Bad call. Because it's SEC would be at the top, correct? Like that would be your well, top thing. So Molly's like, determined to figure this out. Because the, it's confusing. I think SEC, soccer is honestly the most confusing, Not even not the sport being confusing but the way that the organization of soccer is run maybe it's because it's worldwide i don't know is so confusing to me go ahead hunter yeah so like the sec big 10 acc the those conferences wouldn't you wouldn't move from like the big 10 over to the sec it's those conferences would essentially partner with another lower conference to then have teams shifting up and down my problem with it is the fact that like Wisconsin's football budget is like $150 million, and then you get down to even like a Mac school, and they're literally half of that. So it's impossible for those schools to really get any benefit out of it. So, yeah, I, I hate that call. I just wanted to put it out there again that 
as much as I love Mark Tauscher at times, this is one of his worst <laughs> takes he's ever had. Hey, hey, man, he's an ideas guy. And how don't you love a, a, a new idea, right? Screw, screw expanding the college football playoff. Let's just kick, kick the bad teams out. See you, Northwestern. See you in a couple of years. Uh, I just got to point out real quick, we're at Daly's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie. I just saw one of the bartenders flipping bottles around his back as he's, pu- as he's pouring a Bloody Mary. It's unbelievable. I love it here. Daly's Bar and Grill, Sun Prairie. Wonderful spot. I love it here. I don't know that I want to leave. I, they have an area to a right, Molly. I'm obsessed with it, as you he, know. He's been talking about this area right next to us. There's like two leather couches and a TV and It's like off of its games. own personal corner. It's got like board games. There's like coffee table. It's like an own personal living room. It's so cool. I think he might be staying here after the show to watch the whole game. In that little uh, makeshift <laughs> living room. I love yes. it. I love it. It's fantastic. That's good call, bad call. Thanks to Hunter Vaughn. For putting those together, we're getting you ready for Wisconsin-Michigan State. Just about an hour away from right now. Side note, this Iowa State-Texas game, whew, pretty good. Ames, Iowa. Good city. It's not went to a Ames, wedding Iowa. Now it's in Austin, Texas, my friend. Oh, also a good city. Uh, <laughs> but I've been to both of those cities. Uh-huh. One of the few college football games I think I can say that about. Uh, went to a wedding in Ames, Iowa once. Actually, cooler city than you'd expect. You're an Iowa gal, though. You've I been, am. You've been I, there, right? My family lives right around there, but none of us are Iowa State fans, so I'm, I don't know if I've ever been to Ames, Iowa, even though it's probably like an hour from my grandma. I don't know. They have this giant-ass cyclone statue like in the middle of a random street. Sweet. I can probably dig up an old picture of me with it. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's my story there. 23-21, Texas over Iowa State right now with four minutes remaining. So that's a good one. That's on ESPN on ABC. Uh, what else we got going on? Michigan up on Penn State, 31-17 to in the Big Ten. It's a top ten matchup in college football today. Uh, that's about all I can see from my point of view. They've also got Fail Army on. Molly, I saw like a kid get his tongue stuck to a frozen pole. Did you ever try that as a kid? Uh, I, actually, it's funny that you're drinking Mountain Dew when you say that because we poured Mountain Dew on a pole, like a basketball pole back in the day, and then we told my cousin to lick it, and his tongue got stuck oh, in no. good old Iowa, like we're talking about. Also, Illinois <laughs> up 23-14 to 14 over Minnesota with it's 10 minutes 26, left in the 26-14, and that is so mean, Molly. Like, that's the most what cruel thing What is going on right now? We're talking about he relegation. Want- we're talking about tongue stuck up. I don't know what we do in he this He wanted program. to do. Yeah, planning this show can be difficult, <laughs> but so can uh, planning any event. That can be stressful and time-consuming. The planning, production, and performance offered at Celebrations Entertainment is the best in the business. Award-winning DJs, photo booths, MCs, and a benefit auctioneer will be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories to have your guests say it was the best party ever. Visit CelebrationsEntertainment.com. That's CelebrationsEntertainment.com. I was driving into work the other day, Molly. And I was, par- I was uh, like, stopped at a stoplight right next to a Celebrations Entertainment truck. Oh, my gosh. I took a selfie. Where is it? Here it is. I'll show you. I didn't is even do anything with it. I got to send it to Jeffrey. Oh, but, like, my I took gosh. that while I was driving to work. I was at a stoplight, so I was stopped. I did it safely. But um, anyway. That's... Love it. They've been great. The TV at our tailgates. Oh, Oh, yeah. Best. The massive screen that yes. Celebrations Entertainment provides. You're right. And we saw the Texas-Alabama game a few weeks back mm-hmm. on that TV. Everybody in our tailgate. Uh, which we do on home games, was just focused on that television. It was yeah. fantastic. All right, hour two, ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day as we roll on live from Daly's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie is coming up next. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.